Well, hello all my fantastic fanatics. This is your man, Dr. Usher, coming at you live with another word of encouragement. So today we're going to talk about entitlement mentality. But not only just talk about it, I'm going to explain what it is and how you can get out of it. Because if you want to be successful in business, let's say there's a lot of people out there that want to be entrepreneurs. You want to start your business. You want to you don't want to work for the man no more. Well, in order to do that, you got to understand what entitlement mentality is. Now, in the past, we've understood entitlement mentality to be associated with people on welfare. You know, these people, they, they live off the government. They get food stamps. They get a welfare check. They get government housing. And we say that those people have an entitlement mentality because they live off the government. But did you also know? That if you work a nine to five job, you too also have entitlement mentality. I'll explain. You you wake up five in the morning. You get your butt up, shower, brush your teeth, do everything you got to do to look all nice and presentable. You drive 30 minutes to go to work. You clock in. You stay there all day till five o'clock sometimes. Sometimes you work till six. Then you clock out. Then you drive home. You do that 40 hours a week. And at the end of that 40 hours or 80 hours, however often you get paid, what do you expect to happen on that Friday? You expect a paycheck. That, my dear friend, is entitlement mentality. You believe that you are entitled to get your paycheck. Yes, you are entitled to get that paycheck. But that's entitlement mentality because you're expecting it. Whether you earned it or not, whether you did it for whether you lived off government, you know, subsidies and, you know, welfare and food stamps, they believe that they deserve it. Well, you worked for it. You believe that you deserve it. Well, Raphael, that's not fair. You can't compare those two. They're two different things. What I need you to understand is that entitlement mentality, entitlement mentality has nothing to do with whether or not you've earned it or not. It's the simple fact that you believe that you deserve it. For whatever reason, it doesn't matter how logical or illogical your reasonings are. If you believe that you deserve to get that paycheck, then you have entitlement mentality. And that'll be the number one reason why you'll never succeed in business. Because let me tell you the truth about business. If you're going to start a business, you cannot have an entitlement mentality. See, when you go to work for your boss every day. There's only one person in that company that's not guaranteed a paycheck. And guess who it is? It's that owner. Business owners are not guaranteed a paycheck. They sacrifice everything that they can to ensure that you get a paycheck, but they themselves are not guaranteed a paycheck. Think about it. So if you're getting ready to start a business, the first thing you got to understand about being a business owner is that you're not going to be guaranteed a paycheck. If you don't get out there and make that sale, if you don't get out there and make that hustle, if you don't get out there and make those things move that needs to be moved and, and, and what we call shake and bake, <laughs> then guess what? You're not going to have money. And if you don't have money, you're not going to have money to pay your employees. And don't pay your employees one time. And see what happens. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, we don't have money to pay you all this week. 
And they may let you get by with it that first week, but let the second week roll around and you don't have money to pay them. Guess what they're going to do? They feel that they're entitled to getting a paycheck because they did the work and they deserve to get paid. And they do. I'm not going to say they don't. They do. But if you don't give them their money, they will leave you. And that's what you got to understand about entitlement mentality. If you're going to own a business, you have to always recognize the fact that you may not make money for a significant period of time. And you got to be ready and willing to make that sacrifice. Some of you might be married to a spouse who's used to you making that regular paycheck. There are a lot of women out there, you know, to have husbands that make good money. There's a lot of husbands that have women that make good money nowadays. And they're used to bringing in that regular paycheck. Oh, man, well, I'm going to do my paycheck this week, man. I'm going to take that $5,000 check. Man, I'm going to do this with it. But when you're a business owner, you can't do that. When you're a business owner, you're going to have what we call wet seasons and dry seasons. What's a wet season? A wet season is when, man, it's raining money. You're making sales left and right. Money's coming in like crazy. And then you have those dry seasons where no matter what you do, it seems like no money's coming in from anywhere. That's a dry season. And a lot of married couples who are married to business owners, their first five years of business is like that until they get used to it. But did you notice some couples can't even survive that first five years because the wet and dry season is so devastating to the family economy that they normally just give up and quit because they don't understand that this is cycles. This, this, the money comes in cycles. You're not guaranteed a paycheck every month, a $5,000 deal here, a $20,000 deal here, a $100,000 deal here. What you need to understand is when you have a wet season, don't go blowing your money. See, entitlement people will take their paycheck and they'll go blow it on something. They'll go buy a car, they'll go buy a new home, they'll go buy fancy clothes, fancy jewelry, they'll go traveling, they do all this fun stuff because they know they got a check coming in next week and they can recoup the money back. Not so for the business owner. For the business owner, when you have a wet season, you know what you need to be doing? Take that money, put it in an investment account so it can grow interest. That way, when your dry season comes, you'll have money to carry you through that dry season. Because remember, dry seasons will come. They always come. Now, you can always hedge yourself against dry seasons by diversifying your products. And one of the best ways you can do that is if you do a, a, a sales type business, then you need to have a service type business along with it. So just, just don't focus on sale, sale, sale. You also should have a service-oriented business as well. We call it VAS, Value Added Services. So I'm just telling you this. Why? Because no matter what happens, when sales drops off, you will always get a service call. There will always be someone that will call you and say, hey, I need help with this, or I need someone to come do this, or I need someone to install this, or I need someone to fix this. As long as you have a service-related job, you probably never have a dry season. But also, if you own a service-related business, guess what you need to be doing to balance it out? 
you need to have a sales portion of your business too, where you're just not just doing sale, uh, service, service, service. You know, let's say you're in a lawn care business. Well, you know, in the wintertime, ain't nobody calling you to cut grass. So what kind of services are you going to do then? Do you have any other services you can add? If not, you got to have stuff you can sell. So you need to be saving up for those dry seasons, people. You need to have, you need to diversify your business that can offset those dry seasons. Because the worst thing you can do is within the first five years is to get into that entitlement mentality that you think that, oh man, this is how it's always going to be. No, it's not. The best advice I can give anyone that's starting a business is for them to recognize that when you get that first windfall sale, don't go blowing your money. Save it. Do your budget. You know, I always recommend that, you know, new business owners, y'all do a three-year to five-year budget so you can see what your expenses are and what your income needs to be. You know, because that'll help you understand that when you get that windfall, you'll see how far it'll take you. And the goal is you want to get enough windfalls, enough sales, enough rain that can carry you through at least five years of operations. And why do I say five years? Well, five years normally takes you through an administration of public office. So let's say there's a Republican in office and they got good tax policies that's friendly towards your business. Well, that'll carry you through that season. But let's say you have a, a Democrat in office. Now, I'm not I'm just saying because, you know, Republicans tend to be more friendly towards business. Democrats tend to be more hostile in taxes towards business. So let's say you're in a, under a Democratic president and they're hitting you with taxes left and right. Tax here, tax there, tax, 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 tax. So by you having a five year budget, that'll carry you through those tax seasons. And you'll see how you'll come out at the end of the year. And hopefully you can vote the joker out of office and put a Republican back in. But, you know, I'm just saying, you know, you can be Republican or Democrat, but you can still, you know, do this business wisely by, you know, doing that five year budget. And that's that's basically the only piece of advice I can give you. And um, I want you guys to succeed in your business. I want you guys to be wise about your business. But if you're a spouse and your and your husband or wife is about to launch a business for the first time, I I will pray for you that you don't lose heart, because the first five years of your business is the hardest, because it'll make you or break you. And I I would dare tell you. If it's a multi-level marketing business, just stay away from it. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna win. You know, there's a lot of people out there selling different types of products for these other companies that promise you big windfalls and all that stuff. And you make a little bit of money on one side, but then on the back side, you realize, well, golly, I'm not making millions of dollars like this other guy said in the program. Of course not, because you got entitlement mentality. You're trying to live off someone else's income. And it doesn't work like that. You know, <laughs> I, I can go into details, but I'm trying not to embarrass any companies out there in case they're listening. I don't want to get sued for, you know, libel. So <laughs> I won't go into any details. But you know those companies. You see them on Facebook all the time. Everybody's got one of those friends that's trying to sell you some type of stuff, a supplement, a, a timeshare or something. 
And I'm just going to tell you, stay away from it. That's not a true business. That's just a, a scam to make the top guy money. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I think I've made myself clear. I think I've explained myself good enough to where you guys understand what you need to do. So what I want you to do is that today, as you're listening to this program, the first thing I want you to do, take notes. First thing I want you to do is that if you want to start a business, the first thing I want you to do is name your business. What are you going to call it? You know, number two, after you name your business, what I want you to do is I want you to think about your target. Who are you going to target in your business? What's your target population? Demographics means everything in your business. To, to, for, this, for your business to succeed, you got to know your demographic. So who are you trying to target? Because if you're going to target baby boomers and Gen Xers, you got to use a different method if you're a Gen Zer. Because Gen Z know how to reach Gen Z, but Gen Z does not know how to reach the baby boomers and the Gen Xers. If you're a millennial and you're trying to reach boomers and Gen Zers, you got to learn how to do it. So you got to figure out who's your target audience and then you got to modify your approach to meet your target population. Once you figure out what your target population is, the third thing I want you to do, and I know it seems like it's out of order, but it's not. What's your product? Or what's your service? What are you trying to sell to those people? And then you need to think about, do they really want this product or service? Do they really need this product or service? And, and that's kind of subjective. Because when you're thinking about products and services, do they really need it? I'm going to give you a little secret. Nobody needs anything. You have to create the desire for them to want it. You hear what I'm saying? So you might, so somebody might tell you, because I had people tell me this all the time. I remember when I first started my business, people would tell me, ah, nobody needs that. They can get that somewhere else. But my secret was I created the want. I made people want to buy this stuff. I just, I, yeah, they didn't need it. Nobody needs anything but air, food, and, and water. But you got to create the need. And then once you create the need, the final thing is, you know, you make the sale and then you figure out what you're going to do with the money. So the final thing is your budget. What's your budget? How much do you need to make to keep this business going? And I always budget in reverse. I always budget for the dry seasons because when things are going good, you're not going to have any worries. But I always say budget for the bad seasons. The bad, how do you budget for the bad seasons? Well, I'm glad you asked. The way you budget for the bad season is if nothing ever came in, how much do you need to generate to keep that business afloat? That means you got to budget your rent, insurance, licenses, um, transportation, logistics, um, phone support, everything, every expense you can imagine to keep your business afloat. That's the rock bottom amount of money you need to keep that business going. I always tell people, make that your first goal. If you can succeed in making enough money to keep your business afloat, then you're good. Then anything on top of that is butter in the bank. I know, right? Butter in the bank. That's so country. <laughs> I know, but hey, that's me. So 
once you do that, I think that you'll have a good foundation to grow your business. And then everything else you learn, you can learn from other people that talk better than I do. There's other podcasts on this platform that talk about business and how to do different things. But I felt like my desire was to help you guys understand that if you're going to succeed in business, the first thing you got to tackle is entitlement mentality. You're not going to be guaranteed an income. You got to get used to not having that nine to five. You got to get your family used to not having that nine to five, 40 hour week paycheck. You got to get used to that. The sooner you get used to that, the better. And also, as I close, learn to save. Save, 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 save. Oh my God, don't spend your money. Save it. If you want that business to grow, learn how to save. Learn how to put in an investment account so that it can grow. And yeah, people, that's it. So with that being said, I don't have anything else to add to this topic. But if you have any questions, you can reach me at drusher.com or you can find my handle on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And it's simply Dr. Usher. Spell it out. D-O-C-T-O-R-U-S-H-E-R. And you'll find me on all those social media platforms. And um, you can just write me. Ask me questions. I'll be glad to answer your questions. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help, not to hurt. I want to be a blessing to you. You know, not a curse. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm done. So my famous quote that I like to close out with is this. Do as much good as you can while you can. This is Dr. Usher saying I love you and I'll see y'all later. Peace.